these right here, so. Oh, we topped Whoa. it. Cole topped it. Okay. Ready to go. Yeah. Eight iron. Oh, we shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark, as usual. What's been going down? Well, more what's been going down with you, fresh oh, off the mate. open qualifying caddy and talks to us about it. What happened? Do you know what? It's a mad one. Like this morning, I was lying in bed like 4.55, just waiting for the five o'clock alarms. I get up and just pinged out of bed, like buzzing around, waiting 15 minutes early to get picked up and that. Just boss. But... um. Yeah, it wasn't the day that we expected or wanted, really. I don't know if it was a bit of nerves, a bit of pressure, or a bit of like the whole atmosphere and environment just just formed bad mistakes and got the ultimate punishment for them. Just four bad shots, yeah. Yeah, like one on the second where he, he thinned it out the... Um, or for anyone that, that doesn't know what happened, I was caddying for uh, Paul Kinnear down at Open Qualifying in the regionals down at Caldy. And um, we started off steady par... And then the second, put it in the trap, routine up and down. And then he's knifed it over the green and nearly like nearly lost his ball. He couldn't find it in, in the rough, didn't get up and down. So then plod on. And then we're on to the ninth. He, like I've left a couple of chances out there on the par fives as well. Didn't get up and down from yeah. very close to the green and left a few in the jaws. He could have been a few deep through that stretch. And then he's got 180 to the pin, 145 front into the ninth. And um, he's hit this flyer out the rough. Pitch pin high, and then just bounced like so high, like it was on a path, but it was the green coming hot into wind as well, which is so strange. And it flew off into a bush, and then he's had to drop to the side, chipped over, knocked his putt well past the missed one coming back, which is like a snowball as always. It's a double and a triple on the front nine, then. Yeah, and then he's uh, he's knocked two out of town on one on eighteen and one on twelve, just game over. Yeah, a couple of birdies either side of that on um, seventeen and. And eleven as well, but what's he, it like being on the other on the other side then? Because obviously you played open qualifying last year. It's a lot easier. Like it feels, to, it's a lot easier. Like I think pressures off. You know, it was a weird event though because like it was less formal. Like you just drove in. There was no signing in. There was no like writing your caddy's name down. There was like it was like you walk up, get your scorecard, and go out. There was no like pro v's on the range or not. And I think because they had final stage at the regional venue like last year. Yeah, it was all set up like it was final but this was just it was like loads of lads just going out for a knock and because like Paul was playing with a lad that he knew and stuff it was basically it was just relaxed it was a weird atmosphere yeah not a breath of wind well a little bit of wind like not 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 too much to trouble you really yeah and lovely and sunny so there's it was a perfect like someone will be going deep there like five six seven deep I reckon five under was leading when I last an amateur that as well so yeah. you think if there's a like I don't know that Jack Brooks is there playing as well, and Jack there's a few there, good yeah. players, even yeah. like Harry or, or Holland's are there the Hollands as, well, as well. Yeah, yeah, there's a few from SNA there. Hardy, Mark Hardy, Hardy could get yeah. it going with that wind. He, he likes tell you that. what, he could go low. Hardy, yeah, he's been playing well in the PGA assistance events. Like, so what? Based on the conditions today, what do you think's getting through? You have to be. Under I don't know if, if Paul had the shot two under today. I think he still would have been a bit wary getting off. Do you think so? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was twelve people in. And there was only two in red figures when the, by the time we left. So and there's 150 players. So if that pattern continued, then yeah, there's only not, well they don't even know how many spots there are until they've all teed off. Yeah, yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, um, but we had a bit of golf as well, didn't we? Last uh, well, do you know what? I feel like I've been nowhere but the golf course the last few days. It's yeah, like Saturday feels like a year, two years ago. Saturday, yeah, this Southport Ainsdale Invitational. Yeah, first day, like first pairs match we've ever had, where you haven't had an absolute. Disaster when I've had a disaster. We like you had a couple of iffy ones. I had like a few iffy ones, but then yeah. we both made birdies, which is another like thing that you really do. <laughs> <laughs> Any compliments come my way? No, yeah, I thought you played that well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, like I really did think that you hit the ball well. There was that destructive left was out there. Yeah, didn't you I? kept it in play, and yeah, which is more that you can say for a few miles. You lost a sleeve of golf balls, uh, yeah, I did. I made a sleeve <laughs> of birdies as well. <laughs> Yeah, 39 points wasn't a bad return. 49 won. Jesus. But for me, under. you shoot under par, better ball. It's the one, isn't it? Yeah. When have we ever done that? Well, we haven't, no. And we've got a match this Thursday coming up, haven't we, for the, 
the golf guide uh, match play that we've entered, haven't we? So they're getting booted around the place. Where's that again? <laughs> Grange Park. Is Grange it? Park. Where's yeah. that again? <laughs> Saint Helens, is it? Saint Helens. Where's Saint. that again? <laughs> Saint Helens. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I think it's up them ways. Yeah, down yeah, the okay. down the Langs Grange Park. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think was it Stockport? Warrington, sorry, not Stockport, yeah. Well, maybe Warrington, not Grange Park then. There we go. Glad we got that. Yeah. Sorted. So John McLaughlin was at Warrington anyway, if anyone <laughs> wanted to know before Wallacey. No, but I've got the driver back, haven't I? That's the um, that's always been the key issue when it's I keep it body. in play. It's, it's not just that getting bad. that body through. Like, cause you've been in the gym a few times, haven't you, last week? And yeah. it's once you, like, even just twisting, like now on the couch, if you twist on the couch every day, it's hands going to get better, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like specific golf movements, is it? But no. what, if you don't move for three days and you sit still, it's going to be harder to, to turn, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. And the weather's nicer now, so. Well, it's the longest day of the year. Tomorrow, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> so we need <laughs> to get go. out there quick. We'll get out there and play later, yeah. Uh, golf news then. Um, I've seen Jack Nicholas is to become an honorary citizen of St. Andrews. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, he's won two of his three Open Championships at St. Andrews. Uh, and he chose the old course in 2005 to play his final major championship. That's quality, so though. He said, uh, I couldn't turn that down. There's no way in the world I could turn that down. Not with Bobby Jones and Benjamin Franklin, the only two other two Americans who have done it. So I'm going back. So the ceremony is due to take place on the 12th of July. Uh, and they'll also be given out honorary doctorate degrees, they call it, to, to golf great Lee Trevino, Sandy Lyle, Jose Maria Alatharble, Bob Charles and Katrina Matthew. No way. That's actually mad. So as I was coming out of the um, out of Caldy then, do you ever remember that story about the guy that I told about where his new girlfriend's like ex was like live next door to Tiger Woods or something who I met the fella from St. Helens or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, was yeah, me- yeah. he was meant to go over to Jack Nicholas's seven relations. Someone... Well, I think it's his daughter his granddaughter. Jack Nicholas's granddaughter is this fella's new new girl, yeah. Right, okay. Or his daughter, maybe. Yeah, okay. Granddaughter actually she kept he kept saying me grand a granddad. Okay. Yeah, I do remember it though, yeah. Either way, whoever it is, I can't remember fully, but she, the, the his, his new babe was saying to him, like, are you going to be free on the 12th of July? And he's like, well, I've got a comp on the 10th and I've got a comp on the 14th, both in Scotland. And she was like, oh, it's got to be granddaughter. He's like, oh, my, my granddad's getting an award on the 12th of July. Like, it wasn't such a fancy going. And he was like, so stop saying your granddad to me. Like, it's Jack Nicholas, my hero. <laughs> like, oh, of course, I'll be wherever, like, where, when and where. But it turned out he had a, he's got there two competitions that he had at either side of it in Scotland. So he's like, it's he's, he's, out right, he's sitting there smiling the head off, looking at me, you know what I mean? Boss. <laughs> so he's going to go to that ceremony, is he? Yeah? He's going to go, yeah, yeah. Wow. And meet him and all that. Unbelievable. Has he met him before? No, well, he was meant to go meet him, wasn't he, at the COVID. 70th, but the COVID happened, so we couldn't get over to it. Ah. So... That'd be unbelievable. Has he got any guest tickets or what? Well, he did say he was going to the Open. I didn't really get him for that one, but I need, uh, I've got his number there. Well, listen, if there's any, anyone listening to this podcast now who can get us tickets for this year's Open, let us know. You don't ask, let you us don't know. get. You don't ask, you don't get. But yeah, that was the only bit of golf news I had. Um, and I know, obviously, you've seen, you put posted the about Tiger. Yeah, did you see his leg? The big scar yeah. looked, looked heavy, didn't it? It does look bad, yeah. I know, well, it's what you'd expect, really. I actually posted a picture of the actual injuries seen on that, the next yeah. page, so just to, so people can sort of get a reference in case they've been living under a rock for the last <laughs> couple of years or a year or whatever. see exactly what, what was broken and what was done, yeah. We'll be back soon, Moni. Well, if he's feeling, if he's obviously took the US Open out, as you predicted, which was very good, and then he's... Getting his cast off, he's feeling fitter, better. Look out, St. Andrews, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. It'll be good, wouldn't it? Definitely, yeah. Right then, so talking about the US Open, let's get into that time again. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie boogie bust, the birdie boogie bust, birdie boogie bust. Shall I go first with birdie? Go on then. So my birdie is just how live and the introduction of live as... Sort of giving golf a bit of a kick up the ass that it needed. I know it's like Wood Rory have been out there and like that boxing match have happened. They last just week. seem more passionate, don't they? They do. They're more passionate about it. Um, there's a lot of talk about it, but it also puts a bit more pressure on the top players to be a bit more togetherness about what tournaments that they're playing in, trying to make the scheduling a bit better so that if they do have breaks, they have breaks together. So you're still getting the top tournaments so the travellers this week I think it's six of the world's top ten are playing in it yeah you know and then you've got a bunch of 
top players in the world playing in it as well, driving better tournaments. Because these last two weeks, you've seen unbelievable finishes, unbelievable tournaments. And I know you see that a lot, but there's just something a bit extra about these last couple of weeks, haven't they, with what with what's going on? Oh, it's a million percent. It's like Rory coming out and like I don't know if we said it on the pod, but like Rory's the sort of person that could trash talk you and then go out and beat you like like in every birdie, it'd feel like a punch. Whereas like we could argue with each other and go up both choppy. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's like even someone on the PJ Tour could do that. Whereas, like, once he's fired up and ready, like, he can put his mind to it and hit that extra gear. Yeah, it's sort of like what he needed, but I think it's, it also creates opportunities for the DP World Tour to grow as well. Yeah. But as we're seeing, you no, know I mean, no news has broken yet, has it, about the DP World Tour? Well, that's exactly what well, that was going to come onto my beard. But before we do, I was going to talk about something that Paul McGinley said. He was saying that. What the PJ Tour has missed out on, and he was talking to that Brandel Shamble, Shamble yeah, yeah. whatever his name is. He was like, "Look, the PJ Tour as a business has missed has missed the trick by making it like a you pay, you play, and you earn what you win model instead of a pay to play model. Because if you are the pay to play model, you can make a new tournament, say in I don't know, whatever, and say." Who's going to be there? What time they're going to be there, and when? Because you control them, because you pay, are paying these athletes, yeah. so everyone knows to live. Who's going to be there, and you can market it that way. Whereas the travelers get marketed as whatever. Before, but like the if, field gets announced if Scheffler wins yeah. there this week, he probably doesn't turn up next week, which is not ideal. Like, oh, people can pull out last minute, or well, Fitzpatrick would have played this week if he hadn't won. He's into the world's top ten now. Matt Fitzpatrick, he would have played the travelers. Oh if yeah, he, if he if he wouldn't have won the US Open, a million percent. And then you've just got you've just got that like it's not the travellers because it's, it's a decent event and you get an half decent field and it's good uh, world ranking points. But a new event like what the Liver doing with these new tours. If there was a new tour event in like say Australia, you could you could say, look, I want five of the world's top ten or even the top three. I want them all to go to Australia and put on a good spectacle and get golf a bit bigger in Australia. Yeah, because you never really. See that where has Murray Coward ever played in like the Australian Open or something? No, or uh, John Rahm, no, Scheffler. Like, you just don't see them. Like, you've speech been over any a couple of others, but imagine getting the whole saying, like, you 10 Australia this week, and they just like, no, I'm not going there, can't bother, not doing that. Yeah, but if you're paid, you're contracted, then you'd have to go. So, it grows the game globally. Well, so, yeah. that's from a business point of view. It's like, imagine the F1 in Canada Grand Prix, and you're like, who's going to turn up? But when you know you're getting Verstappen, you know you're getting Hamilton. Yeah, because like yeah, yeah. that's who, who is part of the, the employee at the, the, the team. Yeah. yeah, there's a choice really. You could take six months off as a professional golfer. Oh, yeah, you could take a year out yeah. and do whatever, do whatever you wanted. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, if, you, if you're getting paid to play, you can guarantee fields, can't that's you? That's it, and you can, you can market it, you can put posters up. I know, like weeks in advance, and everything, set, yeah. yeah, like. Uh, some Santa Claus coming to town, or, or you know, <laughs> like you know, you know who's coming, where and when, and 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 it drags in bigger players. Yeah, no, and and when you talk there about making uh, golf a bigger spectacle worldwide, great again. Yeah, <laughs> make golf great again. Um, when you talk about making a bigger spectacle worldwide, that's what the point I was referring to about the DP World Tour. You've just got to look at this week. You know, Billy Horseshoe. Billy Horseshoe's there for a different. Billy Horseshoe. <laughs> He's there for a different reason this week, um, which we'll come on to later when we talk about it. But you've got the live players who are now playing. If they wouldn't have been suspended from the PJ Tour, they wouldn't have played DB World Tour. You can guarantee Luis Dazen, Sergio Garcia, these players would have been playing the Travellers if they were allowed to. But because the PJ have taken the stance that they have, then obviously the DP World Tour haven't. It's given more playing opportunities and more rank, high, more ranking points as well because I think Billy, Billy Horsch was what? Ranked 14 in the world, as he Louis stays into top 20 player in the world. So, uh, like we mentioned over the past couple of weeks, you're getting more world ranking points as well. Birdie rubber. Did someone order a birdie rubber? <laughs> Sorry, was that your birdie? Go on. To my birdie, anyway, it's the European toilet and the live players play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you have it. There you have it. But it's just good, isn't it? So then, this is why they can't, because like the, the Scottish Open. The Rolex event, like the tickets, the sales, like people want to be seeing these better, these players, and like the, the they're still well. That poster for the Scottish Open, since it's been changed to Genesis, has been out for like three or four months. You got Scotty Scheffler and Molly Cowan and all that on the front, yeah, because they were announced 
ages ago. That's what. So then, the, what the that's the DP world using them stars to bring the, the field because the if the pace is so good. So if you could do that somewhere else and guarantee it, yeah, because you, they know the Scottish fans love golf and the Scottish fans will turn out and and well, the UK will travel as well, like we will. You know, like the UK fans will turn up to those events. So if you market yeah. it, you could sell a ticket so quick. Oh yeah. Million percent, yeah, and that's what, and that's why it's a bigger event. That's yeah. why the money's being pumped into it the week before the open. It's like players are there anyway, so it's more of a convenience to the top players. Where if it's an inconvenience, they need paying, yeah. It goes back to my beardy, then doesn't it? Where obviously the, the opportunities that live are given, even if the live model doesn't work and it does flop because there's no guarantees, is no, there? of course, Do you not. know what I mean? Because we mentioned last week there was some flaws about how the process works and when you're going to watch it but the concept overall is good million percent. but if it does if it doesn't work out it does flop what it's potentially done to the golfing industry and the golfing world is a positive oh you know what i mean because one million percent it lives already at its first event and since its first event you've had two unbelievable events on well i know yeah. the i know the us open is not a pj tour event but it's yeah but it isn't it isn't yeah it's the same field really isn't it so i know obviously there's a lot more of the story to be told, but that is pretty much proof that the PJ Tour will always survive because, like we've said, even if more of the top 20 players in the world go, we just did Abe Ants has gone now as well. He's oh, right. the top player, so he's gone over to live now. These players can go, but then there'll be another crop of superstars coming through. Of course. And a PJ Tour because their model is so good. But then if if like like we keep saying, if if they could all just go and play the PJ Tour and the travelers next week, if you get a Bryson bro um, sorry, Bryson DJ. Any of the others rocking up at the travellers, Phil brings a crowd, so it's yeah. Like, what's the what's the issue? Yeah, it's, so just, it's just shooting themselves in the foot, really, as as we keep saying. It's but. probably just it. I would put it down to the fact that it's never happened before. The PJ Tour have never been challenged like this. No, financially, and obviously the, the reaction's just been uh, best form of defence is attack. Yeah. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to comply with our membership bylaws or whatever, then this is what will happen. Anybody yeah. else who wants to do that, then this is what will happen to you. And then yeah. as soon as he's announced that, Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau, now Abe Anser. Paparez. Paparez. They've all just said, well, we know the consequences, but we're going to go anyway. So what does that tell you? Not scared. They know that they can either fight it or see what, what comes of it. Yeah. And as much as we talk about the PJ Tour being unbelievable, because we do love it, it brings on to my bogey now, is like the interruptions and the commercials and the coverage is still too much, isn't it? It's like it I seems... seen there was a big a big debate on Twitter with by no laying up and Juan, is it? Or yeah. That Mike Juan or whatever his name is coming yeah, out and tweeting saying we've got this or we'll sort it or whatever he said on Twitter. So it must in America it's there is too many commercials, but they're trying yeah. to cash they're trying to cash in on viewing viewers, aren't they? Yeah, you can still you can still have the commercials, but just not as much. Everyone knows that they've got to be commercials because it's a money spinner, isn't it? That's of obviously course, where yeah. the source of income comes for the cut for the TV coverage people. So, yeah, I just think there's too much. It's too there's too much breaking it. Yeah, you know what I mean, but whereas Live are going the complete opposite way, what they're saying it's uninterrupted coverage. You see YouTube. so many shots yeah. all on YouTube, bang, bang, bang. Um, but they sneak their ads in via YouTube. I like had the starter at the end, like the way yeah. YouTube does it. So it's like, yeah, it's the same, but it's, it's like. Sneaky, sneaky. That's it, yeah. So I think that my bogey was obviously just the interruptions in the commercials, agreement, what no laying up was saying, really. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think if they can get that bit right, as well as the tour and the tournament being so good, uh, they'll be on for a winner. Definitely. What's your bogey? Well, moving on to my bogey then. It's, well, reportedly, this is, don't shoot the messenger, but reportedly some of the rounds on the ladies, um, the L.E.T. at Centurion, were six hours plus six hours forty five. Some were reported to be in a in what in the in the Aramco. Oh, I know it, there's, yeah. there's, there's amateurs as well, and it's probably tight, and they're looking for balls and that. But six hours forty five is like pushing it, oh, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's not good. That so just to pace the play on the ladies tour and like why? Is, imagine that. Imagine that happened on the PJ tour. Well, yeah. Uproar. Uproar. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was just the pace of play on there. Really was for me. Yeah, no, it's right though because there is an individual tournament going on in that Aramco series. Exactly. Yeah. The, as much as it's nice to have the amateurs in there and it's it's bringing something a new spin to, to the to the ladies game, um, especially with the LET because that needs that support, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah, it, but at the same time, you know, it needs to be watchable, doesn't it? And of if it's course, six hours like... and forty-five minutes, 
you you're gonna be deterred from watching, aren't you? It doesn't even matter if you if you last out and like you're not in contention. That's just too long. Yeah, it is. End of. Yeah. No, you're right. You yeah, know what I mean? I agree. And that sort of brings me on to my bust. Centurion hosting the Aramco. So much uproar about no, the PGA um, Tour and the live and everything. And then... Like, oh, the Saudi money. It's all these things. What the PGA Tour are throwing out. But the LPGA Tour aren't saying a word about it. No. Even when we were talking about one of the venues uh, running parallel at the same time was like the biggest event outside of a major, which is the equivalent of the players for the men. Yeah. And some of the world's biggest stars were playing on the Aramco instead of this whatever event it was. I can't remember. Yeah, the founders. Is that what it was? Yeah. And then, like, even like some of the girls were putting, and we seen on the Instagram, the live signs were still up. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's my bust as well. Sorry, this does not a peep. Yeah, and it's it's also it's a co-sanctioned LET event. Yeah. So the LET you get LET ranking points, world ranking points for playing in this event. It's at the same venue. Um, it's a similar format. And it's got some of the best women golfers in the world playing as well. And the LPGA are not banning players for going and playing, isn't it? No, it's even the same font. If you go on the Aramco series website and the Live website, it's the same font that they use in the drop-down menus. That's <laughs> like it. It's the, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. The only doesn't. one thing that is different, what I've noticed, is the team event. Like I said last week, the team event lasts for the... Um, for two holes. days, yeah. and then the last day is the the women going to fight it out for the individual championship. Yeah, which is what model ma- works, makes yeah. the model so much better. Yeah, and I tried and tested over a full season, and now another couple of events. Yeah, no, it is. It's it. The, the only worry then on the turn of that is, like you say, is the potential for the slow play. But I suppose you haven't got the amateurs and the handicap systems not in place, is it? Because it's just going to be team yeah. professionals. So, well, that's it. Did you um? Did you catch any of it? The Aramco? Yeah. No, I didn't see any of it. No, I, I watched the like the end of the final day and um Georgia Hall, like Lynn Grant come third. Yeah. Again. I know. Which is like another top... she got to such a slow start as well. So if she'd had a bit of a quicker start the first couple of days, she might have Yeah, so she's notched she, up another one. Well, and then Charlie Hull's come fourth, hasn't she? Six yeah. under. Yeah. Lynn Grant third, seven under, which is like she's just in some mad form. So then Georgia Hall was in the clubhouse on eight under. And Bronte Law was coming down the last seven under. And so Hall's there thinking, um, playoff, we're going to get a club ready and all that. And she just stops to watch the putt. And she's like 60-odd foot away. And that Bronte Law just drops a bomb, eagle, to win. Did she? Is that yeah, how she won? Absolute wow. scenes, yeah. Oh, Although, you know what, there wasn't scenes. There was a few claps. But <laughs> it, was, it would have been scenes if, if it was like someone, like, a, a, like there was more crowd there. Yeah. Like, just a little bit quiet. Yeah, I've watched a little few bits of the of the amateurs going around as well. It looked, it was, looked like a good event. Yeah. Good bit of fun. But as, as we know, because we were there last week, how difficult does that course look? Oh. Well, that Maya Baker, is that her name? Yeah. The one who's modest, she won. Yeah, i seen that. Yeah, it was her team that won the She said she event. didn't do much, but then she got up and down on like the 17th. She for held the, the winning putt, yeah. For the par, yeah, which is good. She held the winning putt, I think, on 18 as well. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Really is good. Who was yeah. a pro? Uh, was it Anne Van Dam? Was it Anne Van Dam, was it? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Brilliant. Now, congratulations to all the ladies involved in that, and hopefully golf just becomes one big fun place where everyone can get along. Well, that's what you want, that's isn't it? That's all I want. That's what you want. I think the PGA Tour model's a proven model, and it's not going to go anywhere regardless of who goes. And no. Realistically, I think we've got Shane Lowry's come out this week and said he's not going anywhere. We know the top five players in the world have pretty much said we're not going anywhere. So as long as you've got that base and that foundation, you know what I mean? You can always fill a field up with unbelievable golfers. It's there. They're there. And... Like when on Coach Carter, when they say, oh, they were our leading point scorers from last year. And he goes, well, we'll have new leading scorers this year. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, it's... Every team it. goes through the transitional period, you know what I mean? You just yeah. got the football. Um, how many teams have obviously lost star players? And I then... know you think it's going to be the end of them. Yeah. And they come back or someone else replaces them or... Yeah, people mature into their ability as well. So someone that you don't expect to be as good as they are. Turns out, like, beginning of this year, Nobody's would have put Matt Fitzpatrick's name on the lips for major for a major winner. No, and that'll bring us nicely on to the U.S. Open. Then um, Matt Fitzpatrick becoming the third Englishman to win the U.S. Open and the second, obviously, with Justin Rose to win in the last fifty years. Yeah, well, and the, the other one's not far outside. It was nineteen seventy, I think it was Tony Jacklin, and I think you don't know how far back you have to go for the next one. No, if, if that's it, doesn't happen very often, does it? He climbed no. into the world's top ten now as well, but like you say, you wouldn't have had him on your 
no. on your lips as somebody who'd be contending in two of them because he was, you know, it was very unlucky at the PGA champs as well, wasn't and it? He, like he's like an Alatoris. He hasn't had a PGA tour win, but he's pops up in majors and like he knocks on the door. He's the solid, aren't he? Well, we're talking about them two. Fitzpatrick had 17 top tens without a win. And that was the most on tour since the start of the 1920 season. And Zalatoris was second. Um, obviously, now he becomes the top of that list with 16 top tens without a win. Wow. But I've seen somebody post Zalatoris is four, was four puts away uh, or four strokes away from being a, a three time major champion. It's crazy. He's finished isn't it? second three times now. Has he, yeah? The Masters, the yeah. PGA. He finished second with the PGA, didn't he? Mito Pereira, was he? No, Pereira went to pieces, didn't he? I think he might have, yeah. I think he did finish second, yeah. One off the lead or whatever. Wow. And then obviously now he's lost by that putt that just didn't go in on 18. I know. So I, Everyone goes on about his putting and how bad it is and all that, but he was dropping bombs on Sunday. Yeah, he's, he's a good putter. It's just, I think, under pressure with that stroke, you can see where like... A few of the little shaky can, ones. You can see probably why he hasn't got it over the line. If you look yeah. at a putting, if he gets a bit nervous, I don't think it's more of a problem for distance putting. I think it's more the closer ones because there's well, so you much can movement. see the jitter and the movement, yeah. can't you? But some of them, like he was on the back nine on Sunday there on nine, eleven, he was pouring them in, like walking after them, like he dropped one on top of Fitzpatrick, and then when Fitzpatrick three put at eleven, like from inside him, two shot swing. I was like, I was, I had to go to sleep at that point because I was up at Cracadorn, but. I was just like, wow, like what is he's bluey? Yeah. Like Evan Salator is gonna take control of this year, but then Scheffler was coming of age. Like Scheffler got off to, when Scheffler got off to that start as well, we drove into a divot on the first, makes Birdie, then you Birdie the second, then par Birdie, par Birdie, four under through six. Yeah. Well number one, taking control of the tournament, thinking this is it. Yeah, you are thinking he's been in this position before. No, exactly. But it's like Scheffler's scoring average on the round one and two on the back nine, he was four under. And then round three and four on the back nine, he was like eight over. Sometimes, we've said this in the past, though. I know, obviously, he's world number one, so he probably doesn't think like this. But it could be a fact of he's played it so well, get a bit complacent. Yeah. And thinking, I mean, I birdied this last time. Why am I bogeying it this time? Or Of course, you yeah. Have, you've got the visions of good shots and... You know, if you're just slightly off or you hit a bad tee shot, it's like, oh, I was in the middle of the fairway yesterday. Yeah. Maybe that could have been like with Paul today, like, because he was, he played Caldy like the last two times. He played Caldy twice. This That was his third time in like five days playing it. He, like, he knew what he was, where he was doing and what he should have been doing and where he should have been picking up shots. Like, like if bit, you don't birdie a hole, like, you, that's, he birdied, that's a pick up hole. Yeah, yeah, he birdied like three of the holes both days and then didn't birdie them today. Yeah. So he would like have one of the par fives and a short par four. So, like, he's probably th- when he made that double, he's thinking, oh, there's two birdies coming up anyway. And then he's missed and he's lost his head even more. Then, yeah, he's lost them opportunities. So, like, as you say, you could be right there. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Well, moving back when we talk about averages on, on the tour, interestingly, Matt Fitzpatrick, he's, um, he's been using the speed training system called the Stack. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of it? No. So, basically, what is it? It's like a sort of training program that you go into to build up, generate speed. So you use the different weighted speed sticks. Oh, and yeah. this stack takes you through um, a, a program where you have to, it's quite methodical, you have to keep go. you have to go through each step and then it'll, it'll slowly increase your speed, slowly increase your speed. So Matt Fitzpatrick started using it because remember he had that bit of beef with, right, well not beef, but he made a few comments about Bryson, didn't he, about the speed. Anyone can go to the gym. And, anyone can yeah. go to the gym, yeah, and all that. But then, he come out and he said, obviously, if you can't beat them, join them. And that was his philosophy. Like, he, That's he right, though, put really? his hands up, yeah. So he started using it, but then he got injured. And he, he put the injury down to potentially this training he was doing. But you could he could see in his game and his improvements, because he's so statistical, isn't he? With his, he writes yeah. everything down, etc. Um, He could see that the distance was helping with with his game and, and with his uh, score see, yeah. and stuff. But then when he moved away from it, it took a backward step. So the distance was shorter, the scoring wasn't the best. And now he's went full throttle with it. So this year he's gone he's gone full pelt with it. Wow. And in 2019, his driving distance averages was 287.9. That's um, quite short though, in a P for the PJ. For the PJ tour. tour. Now it's up to 298.1, which isn't up there with your Rory's and your champs and your Bryson the Shambos, etc. But his averaging this week was 310. And he was ranked 16th in the field. 
Yeah, he was getting out there like up. Strebo was getting up out past like Zalatoris ways. It was it was pretty big. This is it, yeah. So I think that's what he puts. Obviously, there's a lot more elements to golf than it in the ball far. We know that we've spoke about it plenty of times, but it's just interesting to, to to read about that and to point it out that you know that's I think Chris Como, who is um, Bryson's coach, has said that like it's the best system that he's ever seen. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's put together by a doctor. I can't think of his name, but there's like a lot of science that that's gone into it. It's not just like this should work. It's it's actually a proven technique no in way. order to get your your ball speed up and your swing speed up, which will obviously generate that distance. Sick. Yeah. That's um. It he's got to be. Well, he is, isn't he? He's got to be the first major champion who chips cack handed, any? <laughs> yeah. Like surely. Yeah. I was speaking to Paul about that again. He was talking about like that's like a peak Cowan thing, that you know, to get your weight on the like when you put cack handed to get your weight down. Yeah. But he's just like carried on with, with doing the whole thing. That's just to keep the club head square, isn't it? So he's not. You can't. Do the you can't thing. flick, yeah, because you obviously if your right hand comes through, yeah. whereas your left hand, yeah, it stays ahead. Just stays ahead of it, yeah. So. It was good for Billy Foster as well, wasn't it? Oh, I see him just break down into, into tears. It was yeah. amazing, wasn't it? You think the bad, the, the bags that he's had over the years, Seve Westwood Clark, wow. he's never won a major championship. So for, for 40 years. Yeah. So for him, it was like, it was a nice touch, wasn't it? Oh, it was amazing. Obviously, one of the most famous caddies out there. And he's he's not shy to tell a story. He goes on different podcasts and yeah. things, doesn't he? So the history of that place as well, the country club. So obviously, you had um, Francis O'May, didn't we? Yeah. That is now to say his name. Do you know what? We I, met, is it? We met, yeah. Francis, we met, yeah. Um, he won, obviously, as an amateur in 1913. We, we know the story. We've seen the film. And then the historical 99 Ryder Cup USA comeback. Yeah. 10-6 um, down, going into the singles, and then won. We had the scenes on 18 where they're running over. Um, where where Leonard? Was it Justin Leonard? Justin Leonard helped, Leonard helped put, yeah. Put, yeah. So, um, and then, obviously, nine years ago in 2013, Matt Fitzpatrick won. The, the amateur, US amateur I know. There, and he's come out and he's said, like, I'm just so happy that I'm undefeated on this course. And he's he stayed in the same house with the same people in the same bedroom. And like and he's put a picture, like different trophy, same room. He's got the US Open trophy and the US amateur trophy in the in the bedroom, which, the which is great, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's good it's, omen, isn't it? Like if he's, he obviously could stay anywhere he wants, couldn't he? No, yeah, but if you yeah, why change your routine if you won it last time? It brings back all those it's quality, positive isn't it? memories. Yeah, the same drive you're doing to the golf course. Probably the same at the same food and all that. <laughs> and <laughs> Probably, yeah. Would you hear about Alex's brother? Obviously, he's just turned professional, yeah. hasn't he? Well, Alex lives in um, North Carolina, so on the Saturday he went back to North Carolina and was just going to leave. Matthew to just get on with his business and then obviously when he arrived home and got settled he seen that obviously he'd shot up the leaderboard so he came back the next day oh he wasn't, yeah he wasn't gonna stay there for the um that's a good way as well yeah that's what I mean yeah he got on a flight uh, and then from Boston to North Carolina got into his home where he's staying and then obviously seeing on the leaderboard when he got off the plane that now he's got a chance here so 5am on Sunday morning he got back up and got a flight from North Carolina back to Boston wow. to watch his brother Pick That's up his quality, major, yeah. Well, Fitzpatrick, he didn't do nothing like amazingly. He didn't shoot no amazing scores, but he's just kept it steady. I think he shot like two under, one under. One under two under. Yeah, that's 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 how you win a US Open. That is how it? you win a US Open, but it's, it's like it's like Morikawa shooting like four under, two under, seven over, four under. Yeah, it's 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 just it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just is. having that seven over in you, like, where does that come from? Like? I know. Yeah. It's mad. That's what I kept saying to Paul there. I said, don't worry, Monty Cowell shot seven over. So, yeah, it's <laughs> all good right. sort yeah. of thing. Don't worry I want to it. talk about, um, you know, never giving up and never, like, it's not over till it's over. McCarthy. Denny, Denny McCarthy. Denny McCarthy, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, after round one, he was 79th. After round two, he was 55th. And then so he must have just made it on the bubble. And then round, or, like, a bit, bit up there, isn't it? Yeah. Round three, he was up to 11th. And then, like, Bit on the back nine and went to the back nine on Sunday. He was tied fourth. Yeah. So we just have a proper rise right through the leaderboard. Yeah. Well, we spoke about that, didn't we? What Scotty Sheffield done when he had his first wind waste management after the cut, he was like 50 50 on the, yeah, on the bubble. That, that just shows you, like, you know what I mean. And like, if you, yeah, you just need that one good round to get you in contention. You obviously need a bit of luck. It, yeah. Denny McCarthy, if a bit of luck would have won as well, he could have potentially won. Oh, yeah, he could cover more puts, could have dropped. But he finished three yeah. under, two under, did he finish? Um, not too sure. Matiama's three, I think he was two, Denny McCarthy, was well, he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, even Matiama as well, playing, like, shooting five under last round to play his way right back into it. Another top ten finish. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, Rory just, like, he was leading the field, Rory, the first two days in Greens. And McGinley was saying that that's a man that's not firing at pins. 
He's staying patient. He's aiming out. Then he had that howl that you posted on the Instagram. Yeah, and that's what he's got in him. In he's thing. got a bad. He's got a bad. He's got a bad miss in him, Annie. Yeah, and I think when he obviously he didn't deserve to get as punished as he did, but when you probably best double bogey he's ever made in his life, in it that put like that's a triple all day, yeah, he all day, yeah. And but then he stayed patient after that. He's yeah, ended he up shooting three him. under coming in from there. That was unbelievable. With, so with five yeah. birdies and, yeah. and a couple of bogeys coming in, which is which is brilliant. But then he's gone out the next day, front nine, and he's and he's, he's three over through the front nine, and he's ended up shooting seventy three. And you're like, it just without that round, he, he's up there. He's he's challenging. He's he's got the chance he's to go deep to on back, Sunday yeah. and, and win back to back. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same with Ram as well. John, John Ram looking to defend the US Open. And he shoots seven. He shoots four over, doesn't he? Final round. Well, a couple, a couple of times, Ram got up there, and then he just made the maddest howler ever. Yeah, this is out it, of yeah. nowhere, and you're just like, yeah. oh, well, what is going that? on? Well, it's interesting as well because I know obviously we always talk about potential little championships within a championship. Rory McIlroy's overtaking John Ram now as world number two. Oh, was he? Yeah, because Ram's because the way the points were because of where. Rory finished and the the finished John Ramad, yeah. Ah, right, no way. So Rory's world number two now. Rory's up to world number two, and Scotty Scheffler wow. obviously extends his lead because he comes second. He comes second, yeah. It, like when Scheffler's not winning, you talk about this rise that Scheffler's had, and he's he's won four times, or he's he's won a major, and then he's contended in another major. Like you need to remember, he's lost in a playoff, and he's come second there. Like yeah. he's he's knocking on the door, Every even though he's like I apart from when he missed the cut of the PGA, you know. Yeah, but when he missed the cut of the PGA. That was all the weather, weather yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not you can't really judge that side. I know JT come from that side and won it. No, so, well, so but, he, deep, but you know what I mean. It's, it's a bit, and you you have them days, don't you? Yeah. Where you play well in, in the in the shite weather, but really you want the better weather, don't yeah, you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna shine, yeah. But um, just a final point on Fitzpatrick. Um, I wanted to mention was just we talked about his stats and he writes everything down. He knows every shot. He sort of does his own strokes gains, yeah. and it's interesting that like yeah. when he's done well. At, an, at a tournament or a golf course, an event, that he comes back and he does well again. He's won twice at the uh, Omega European Masters in Switzerland. He's ah. won. He's won twice at the DP World Tour Championships in Dubai, ah. and now he's won twice on the Country Club. So well, it's, it's one like, of them. It's like when he's looking at it, if it suits his game and his eye, and he's picking his target lines, and he, he picks it different. And he's like, if he hits it somewhere, and then he he, he changes. What it is, doesn't it, in, yeah. to himself? Instead of just saying that was a solid eight nine, one hundred and sixty five yards, he's like, no, this is like, and he changes it. Also, if he's looking at it and it suits his eye, and he, and he goes back and he remembers what happened, I think that's what it is. It's a memory, yeah. Thing, isn't and it? you're there, and you and you're like, okay, that's a, that's that's what I can do around here because he's because of the way he is, and statistically the way it's it's spoken about the way he is. You just know for a fact that he's going to have a memory bank of all the shots on these holes, isn't it? Yeah. So it's just interesting that when he goes and. I just thought it well, was as quite you said, the proof's in the pudding that he's, yeah. he's, he's repeated it three times. He's repeated on the same course. Same course, yeah. yeah. Which is obviously not even repeat tournaments. It's a completely different tournament, the US Amateur, to the US Open, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but same course. It's like and a lot of people would have fancied him because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And because of the fact that he does all the stats and stuff. But it was a great tournament. Like, Zalatoris putting up another great thing. Yo, His tail amazing, come, won't it? Amazing by, by Fitzpatrick. Um, come, definitely. Of course, yeah. Like it's he's he's too good, isn't he? Yeah. I think maybe more of like a PGA tour event and getting through. Yeah, it's difficult to like, did he even win on the corn ferry last year? I think he did, yeah. Did he? Yeah, because I, I remember he got so. a few events, but he never had corn ferry status. He needs to win three times, or maybe well, they win twice and he needs to win again or something. Do you remember? Yeah, because he didn't get his you needed to win. So Mito Pereira won three times on the corn ferry and got his PJ tour card that way, didn't he? Yeah. And that's how he made it onto the PJ tour. Um but with Zalatoris, he was getting sponsors' invitations and yeah. finishing top 10, wasn't yeah, he? Exactly. That's what he was doing. He was getting his opportunity and taking it. And obviously now he's got his full PJ Tour card. I think just shows you the different routes and opportunities oh, that are there's, available there's to more you. more than one way to skin a cat, isn't there? There, there you go. That is indeed, yeah. But as we say, brilliant tournament. Can't believe that's three out of the four majors done. I know. We're nearly wrapping up the season. That's scary, that. I know. I that know. is scary. I suppose the good thing about it all is that, like, when the PJ Tour season does end, you know, you've got the live tournaments. I think that's golf that lives on. <laughs> it does indeed. It does indeed. Yeah. And obviously, you've got the DP World Tour finishing exactly, as well. So, yeah. you might see more players hopping over to the DP World for that extended yeah. end of the season. DJs apply for membership, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've heard, yeah. <laughs> Moving on then to a couple of tournaments to review. Yeah, uh, we'll, to we'll look forward on, to. Yeah, staying on the same. Um, the, 
the scene of major championships. It's the PGA Championship, the KPMG. Are they in the ladies? And the ladies, yeah. yeah congressional. congressional blue. Yeah, yeah. So Nelly Corder's back defending a PGA Championship this year. Uh, she almost done back-to-back last week. She was defending champ going into last week and um, lost in a playoff to Jennifer Cupcho and oh. Leona Maguire was in that playoff as well. So Leona Maguire, she's like, a, she went to, since she's won, I haven't really seen her up on the leaderboard, but she's... Obviously, had a great week this week. Had a great week, yeah. So then uh, 18 under was the finishing total. There's three of them on there. And then Jessica Horder was fifth. Minji Lee was up there again with the top 10. Lydia Cole was top five, I think, tied fifth. So, like, the field was just stacked with all the best players in yeah. the world, which is what you want to see. That's it. And, um, and it's another example as well where there's an Aramco series going on at the same time as that. But yeah. it doesn't impact it. No. Well, do you know what I mean? So it's it like, shouldn't. Like, you can still have these multiple tournaments, can't you? Think about it, really. As, you, as everyone's saying, oh, who's going to miss these players? DJ, Kevin Nair, Phil Mickelson. Like, who cares? People are saying that. Exactly. So who cares? So let them go and then let them come back and see what they can do Yeah, as from the PGA. It's like it's mental. It'll all calm down it. eventually. It will. I think it will. Graham McDowell mentioned something about, like, you know, once once everyone's calmed down and the noise is quiet yeah. and golf will rise. It already, it, it has. It yeah. already has. Yeah. It already has. It has, yeah. But no, just um, just a quick one on the on the PJ Championships. Yeah, so Charlie Olds in the field. Um yeah. don't think I'm not sure whether Gemma Driver has, has got a place in it. Um but yeah, Charlie will be back after a nice finish on the um Aramco and Georgia mm. Hall as well. Great finish, yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't is know. Is Lynn Grant there? That's what I was gonna uh, I don't know if Lynn Grant is there actually. Surely she will be, won't she? She's on a top ten streak, isn't she? Yeah. I don't think she thinks she finished once outside the top ten in, in eight starts. I don't think she'll be in it because she's she hasn't she only just got uh, LET membership. Yeah, we'll have to come back on that. But um, yeah, so there's a I think this is major number four for them, isn't it? Four or five, and then we've got the open, the two opens. Yeah, to play. Um, yeah. up in Scotland, both of them this year. Are they? Oh, it's a Tambury, yeah, yeah, and St Andrews, yeah, for the for the Open Championship. So um, looking forward to watching that. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, looking forward to watching the DP World. Like, and seeing if any of the live players get a bad reception. And funny, they were talking about Phil or DJ getting a bad reception, but no. they were loved. They were clapping. They were. Why would anyone it's, give them uh, a cheer? It's just it's certain media outlets which are making a big deal of it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they do though, don't they? It is. It, it's it's like a lot of the media outlets are, are obviously pushing forward their agenda and what they want yeah. from a personal perspective. But I think the general golf fan, like me and you, that we just want to. We just want to see golf, like more golf being played. Like for us, from a, a perspective of being living in the UK, we want to see more golf being played at a reasonable town. That we of course, it, like it's it's hard work, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, we want to be able to like do a live show where we sit there and we watch the golf, but we can't do it at one o'clock no, on a exactly. Sunday morning. Do you know what I mean? Especially when you're up at four fifty-five. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> hard work, job. isn't it? Exactly. So. It creates opportunities for us as well and other people in our position yeah. to be able to to do. We have to make the most of the, the events that are in the UK, the bigger ones, Scottish, the Irish, the the Open, and maybe do a little live reaction straight after, like be together and do it, and then yeah. see what people think of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we will. We'll still do that on the YouTube and start growing it definitely. Definitely. But the BMW International Open I mentioned earlier, Billy Horschel's over. Yeah. Um, and the reason, one of the reasons he's come over, he'll make his debut at the event, but he's won the BMW Championship on both the DP World Tour when he won at Wentworth and um, in the playoffs. He won the BMW Championship in the FedEx playoffs as uh, well. So this is uh, the only other player to do that is Rory McIlroy. He's won both of them, but nobody's won all three. Uh, is that why he's turned up? So I would assume so, yeah. Oh, he's not yeah. come out and said that. But... BMW have made him an honorary uh, some money turn up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's BMW winner. Yeah, but yeah. he'll make history by being the only person to win all three. No way. It's BMW scheduled events across the two tours. That's mad. It's yeah. at the um, golf club Munchen Enchenrad Enchenried. No idea. Enchenried. We'll go with that. Munich, Germany, seven thousand two hundred eighty-four yards. Decent yeah. sized. That ball won't be going as far as well. No, especially if it, if it blows. Like last yeah. time they were in Germany, there was a good wind, wasn't it? Yeah. It looked a little bit... Um, it was a tough track, that one. Yeah, it? Oh, it looked hard. Yeah. But uh, interestingly enough, Victor Hovland, defending champ, he was scheduled to play the players with uh, Tommy. They both joined on late, but then now he's pulled out. Yeah. And uh, Schedule I was right? chatting. You think... Leverages, wasn't he? Yeah. So... But if he was going to go to live, you'd think he'd be more inclined to, to play it, wouldn't you? Because there's not that 
real issue between the DP Yeah, but he's probably got an iron on his dollar bills anyway when he's in his gaff. He doesn't need to be flying to Germany. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. But he said that he, he has said it's a schedule issue, hasn't it? So he said that when he set up his schedule, it allows for certain rest periods. Ah, right, so he see, can yeah. maximise his ability. And, and unfortunately, this is one of but the But he only that... committed, like, I've seen them announcing Tommy and him not, not that long ago. Yeah, and he's pulled so out, like yeah. He's, he's came and then, like, the room, live rumours and then... Yeah, it's bad, really, it's to not defend, isn't it? He should really be there, shouldn't he, you think? No, but he's pulled out of the travellers. Yeah, but he's defending. Oh, he should be there, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but he's defending. Yeah. You should be, like, out of the two, the travellers. Oh, or that the, should the... take priority, really, yeah? Yeah, yeah. A million percent. So, wouldn't you, yeah. So, but it's just another example of where the two tours sit, where DP yeah. World Tour That's sits it's, in a priority below, to the PJ Tour. So a million percent. You can try and, I know it'll never be as good as it, unless something drastic changes, but if you can try and get them on some form of level, yeah. playing field in, in terms of, Money and world ranking points. Then that's all. That's all we want. That's yeah. all we ask for. That's isn't all we're it? after. Yeah, two million euros prize pot as well. A bit more than uh, what's been on offer for the other events. It's quite yeah. a, a well-paid well paid. Four this. and a half million for the um, the ladies. Know it's a major, but it's that's a good bit more, isn't it? Yeah, not half. Yeah, so not half. Yeah, uh, on the seventeenth hole, if you get a hole in one, you'll get the new BMW i7. That's being confirmed as the prize. Ah, is it? So it's nice. the first person to get the hole in one on seventeen. Wins it, not every day. Oh my god, imagine you were second. And now I was thinking that's a bit harsh. Forget he's, that. He's surely give him something, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, other big names in the field, um, live players, Luis Days and Sergio Garcia, and home favourite, former world number one Martin Kymers teeing up as well. Yeah, but all of them are Larazabal, Wiesberger, um Cantor. Yeah. Laurie Cantor mate. Fielding. I haven't looked at it and see him. No. But like funny Laurie Cantor there, just can't really get onto the PJ tour and then just like rocking up to that live here in some paper and just bouncing in it. Yeah, it's good. It's quality. It, it is good. good. But like you say, it's it's that opportunity of, you know, he's turned up, he's earned a hell of a lot of money and has that given the financial freedom that he needs exactly. to, to, you know, he can has it, yeah. he can go private maybe on to places and or fly yeah. a different way, fly with more comfort. He can have, get, get better facilities at his home for practising, yeah. all developing his game, do you know what I mean? Of course. And so... You know, gives them more money, makes the world go round. You say it does. so it's more access to two other things, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, and then obviously, European tour are going to see a return for you and Ferguson as well. He's a couple of weeks off, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's back in the field this week. And obviously, Richie Mansell's back from the US Open after missing the cut. Well, yeah, I've seen him miss the cut there. He was out partying in Boston, but like you've got to think now that he's tasted that bigger experience that he could yeah. come and just butcher these European tour events if he. Yeah. Like if he the ability's uh, there, he's shown that, and he, do you know what I mean? It's just course, the, yeah. just the last couple of weeks when he's been finishing the top ten, he's just too like a double bogey in somewhere, or you know what I mean? He's just made it a comes with of it, it comes with the technology, doesn't it? Like yeah. a few um, a few mistakes coming home, or he might even be leading into Sunday, and then he'll like I was saying about you and Ferguson, he might even hold the lead overnight, fifty four holes, and blow it or blow it on the back nine, but then the next east the win, yeah, I'd say he'll win. In the next month, yeah. Well, you and I, you and I, two leading twice, wasn't he? Before he got his win, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly start. what I'm saying. So, yeah. we, I think he'll do something like that, me, uh, Mansell. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to watching that one. And then That'd there's just quality. the Travelers as well. Yeah, Travelers Championship this week. Like um, as I was saying, then Hovland's Hovland has obviously pulled out of the Travelers. Yeah, but an, another replacement for him is uh, Jordan Spieth. He come in. He only entered on Friday. Oh, Spieth in now is Spieth he? Playing, yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, because there's a few big names in there this week. Obviously, I mentioned before six of the world top ten in the field. Um, you've got Brooks Kepkers in there as well. Yeah, Scheffler, Rory, JT, Cantley, Morikawa, Xander Shoffley. Um, so it's stacked with talent, but yeah, Sam it, Burns, yeah, Sam Burns in there as well. JT. Yeah. yeah, but the Travelers has a history giving opportunities to bright young stars. Boss, this year is going to be Cole Hammer. Um, he was a top amateur and he's going to be making I remember his, you, were, you were talking about him, yeah, yeah, he's going to be making his tour debut. Um, because he's now professional and gutter up, who's Turn professional this year, which we spoke about him last week. I can't remember. No, on the US Open, but he made the cut of the US Open last week. Your boy Callum Tarrant done well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was flying, wasn't he? After yeah. two rounds, obviously, he tailed off a little bit. I was meant to talk about him. He's, he's some player in our way. It's unbelievable, it's isn't quality. He, yeah. It's only a little short course, it's only a par 70 as well. But the TPC River Highlands, it's 6,852 yards, which is quite. Oh, it's always a birdie fest, Under isn't it? Under 7,000 is very, very unusual, yeah. isn't it? So it's where um, Jim Furyk, Jim Furyk had a 58 in 2016, um, and there's been a couple of 59s there as well. So 
You can expect wow. a low one. Uh, it's past 17. It's so short. Yeah. You know, it's, it's and I'm gonna say only, but it's only 11 under rather than the 13 under. Well, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Oh, no, geez. it's obviously getting to 11 under is ridiculous and it's impossible in itself. But it is a lot easier than 13, isn't it? Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. And Harris English, he's the defending champion. He returned from injury, didn't he? he made his first cut last week at the US Open. Yeah, he came back at the Memorial, didn't he? He's been struggling a little bit, but. Yeah, got good memories, and he has eight old playoffs just about made it in the that light. That was didn't crazy, he? wasn't Kramer it? That, Hickok, yeah, with Kramer Hickok. Wow. Sam Burns was following them around. Yeah. Wow. I know. That is mental. Yeah. So. Should be a great event, really, shouldn't it? Six of the world top ten, as you just said there. That's yeah. always, obviously, star studded, and just can't look past Scotty Scheffler, mate, today, this, this week. You can look at them all, can't you? Do you know what I mean? I, I fancy Brooks to start turning up soon, no? Oh, Brooks yeah. Well, yeah, he, he had that good round, didn't he? Three under in yeah. the um, second round of the US Open. Got himself right back in it. Yeah. And shoots a couple of five, five, five over, five over. Yeah, the consistency. Which is an idea. Not there, the yeah. consistency and the, the putting the four rounds together and actually closing out the tournament. But I think it's coming. Back. I think it's coming, yeah. yeah and he's had a few personal life changes, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got married and things. Tommy as well. Tommy Fleetwood missed the cut uh, of the US Open visible, last week. So, yeah. He, um, You'll obviously want to put that right, won't he? He's playing this week. No, he was announced at the same time as Hovland. That's why I'm saying it was like a big announcement. And then like then Hovland's pulled out as well. It's a bit strange. Yeah, very strange, but, yeah. But the pots aren't out yet. So, doesn't fit. That's it. The pots aren't out yet, though, so we haven't done our pot selection. So well, we can um, always post it, can't we? Like post our um We'll post them in and we'll post our um, our win each way, top ten, and Miss Cut Treble as well. Yeah, Miss Cut Treble, do you know who done me in this week? Uh DJ. Yeah, the other two missed the cut. Reading now, Mr. Cut. I yeah. was like, oh, DJ, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Patrick Did... Reed missed the cut, never. Did he? Not? No. There Patrick... you go, then. Patrick Reed was there for the weekend, I'm pretty sure. Like, All right, well, there you go. Well, then, there's no one here. <laughs> 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 there you go. I was nowhere near. Patrick Reed finished on 10 over. Shot 75 74 on the weekend. That's probably why you didn't see him. There you go. 10 Crab. overs. 10 overs getting you in the top 50, though. Stupid, that. <laughs> that is stupid. I know. Yeah, I say there's a couple of big tournaments to look forward to. The big yeah, build up now to, but part of this year is obviously next week. Got the Irish Open. What's interesting about the Irish Open as well is Alex Fitzpatrick's playing. Ah, yeah. He's got a start at the Irish Open, so we've got the Irish, Scottish, and then the Open. So bit of a UK swing Quality. coming up. Um, and then Hillside. And then we've got Hillside for the kazoo, and then there's a few other DP World Tour yeah. events like the um, the one at Celtic Manor Celtic or the somewhere the yeah, yeah. Welsh Open is it? Or Celtic the... Manor, yeah. It's got to have the Welsh Open, haven't you? You can't have the rest of them and not have the Welsh one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. So, um, all's left to say then is just enjoy your golf. Yeah. Um, keep and swinging. We'll keep swinging. We'll catch you all soon. Ciao. Thank you.